Hello, friends. It's your old pal, Aria Halwani, back with another episode of DC and Halwani and my friends. We got a lot to talk about, so stay tuned for that. But I do want to give a quick shout out to my guy, Scott Van Pelt, a.k.a. SVP. If you've been watching the Late Night Sports Center as of late, you've probably noticed that SVP is back doing what he loves, which is hosting Sports Center, but also... He's in the comfort of a brand new studio in his hometown of Washington, D.C. How lucky is this guy? Yeah, he got to go home. I mean, ugh, this is every person's dream. And I am envious. I am jealous, but I'm very happy for him. Let me tell you something. He came back at the exact right time because there is so much going on in the world of sports. we got the NBA Finals coming up. we got MLB Playoffs. we got uh, Stanley Cup Finals. We've got... NFL week four we've got so much going on in college football the fight game if you will so let me tell you if you want to know about everything and anything going on in the world of sports check out his weekly pod the SV pod and you can check it out wherever you find your podcast and while you're there leave him a review and tell him that you want more UFC and more knows on sports center all right I appreciate it thank you until then here's today's show and remember as always Listener discretion is advised. Now making their way to the microphone, DC and Helwani. We'll get to you in a second. On your high horse, I know something like UFC 115 and UFC 99 and Hamzaku Shakarab. Come on, man. Here's Daniel Cormier and Ariel Helwani. in your life on this fifth week of september 2020 hello again everyone welcome back to a brand new edition of dc and helwani that's dc daniel cormier i'm helwani aria helwani and dc you're like a kid who's about to walk into a candy store or something or a kid the morning of of Christmas, I've never experienced. You're about to get a corn dog. I mean, I saw a corn I dog. I saw a corn dog yesterday for the first time in a long time. This dude was dancing. He, he told me the last time he had a corn dog was in March. He was like, I haven't had one of these in a long time. And Who is dancing? What are you talking about? No, Daniel. We went. Oh. Me and little Daniel went golfing, and after golf, he got a corn dog because he did so well. He was like, "Dad, I haven't had one of these since March." And he was rocking back and forth, and I feel just like Daniel did yesterday after watching those fights. I mean, Eric. This UFC, boy, it just keeps getting better and better. And I thought after last week, I couldn't be more excited after Chimayev. Chimayev, once I watched Chimayev, I was ready to drive the train. But then last night, I mean, last night, I got even more excited. I mean, I got more excited. Unbelievable. I mean, come on, Helwani. Is it getting better? Getting the UFC be getting better? Uh, it is getting better. I do want to let people know, um, in, in the interest of full disclosure, uh, we are taping this. on. <laughs> Come on, man. I thought we weren't going to tell. <laughs> well, you just said last night three times. So. <laughs> hey, and right before you guys are like, don't say last night. Yeah, you're, uh, I'm a pro. I'm a pro. I don't make those kinds of mistakes. Uh, we are taping this on Sunday afternoon. Why? And I know that the YouTube comments are going to get very upset that we're not live. The reason for this is uh, right now is, is Yom Kippur, the holiest day of the year for my people, the Jewish people. We are, uh, we are fasting right now. We are atoning for our sins, DC. Uh, I mean, if you want to do it as well, you know, just because I know it's, you know, a lot of, you know, it's been a lot of things this past year. Are you, uh, the way you've how treated. long do you fast for? 
Well, you know, the whole COVID thing when you didn't tell me, I mean, that was a pretty big one that you should probably atone for. But uh, we atoned for 25 hours, DC. So we're in the thick of it right now. So we had to tape this before and you just let people know that it's Sunday because you said last night. Thank you. Well, hey, 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 Aaron, I hope you have a great holiday. And um, I don't Say know. It. I don't think. I mean, What's the holiday's to, name? To me, to me, you're perfect. So I don't know what you got to atone for. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're as good as they come to me in my eyes. Thank you're you. perfect. You're the perfect. What's partner. it called? What's the name you're of the holiday? Yom Kippur. Yeah, yeah, Yom right. Kippur. You see that? You think I know? I told you. Just like Friday. Hey, I hope you're having a great Shabbat dinner. Like you know, I pay attention. I'm a good friend. I'm you a good are, friend. It, no, good granted, friend. I will not be fasting until tomorrow. So, but I, I, I wish you all the luck in your, uh, on your holiday. And I, you. like I said, there's nothing for you to, you know, apologize for. You're as good as they come in my eyes, friend. Thank you. I appreciate that. Another guy who apologizes for absolutely nothing is Conor McGregor. What about that segue? I mean, unbelievable. We'll talk about him later on in the show, DC. We're going to talk Jorge Masvidal, Colby Covington, Nathan Diaz, Hamza Chemaev. We got a lot to get to, but first we have to give the king his due because like Roy Jones Jr. said back in 2003, y'all must have forgot. Just how oh, good man. Israel Adesanya is. Yes, it's not Adesanya. It's Adesanya, the last style bender. Because all you people who jumped off his bandwagon in March, who said that he was a phony, overhyped, that he was all buzzed, that he wasn't a good fighter, that he runs. What were you saying on Saturday night when he dismantled, when he outclassed Paulo Costa? It was never in doubt. An unbelievable performance. He retained his middleweight title. What did you think of what Izzy did in there on Saturday? All, what you were saying was all hail the king. Yes. Israel Hey, Odessonia. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it too now. Odessa, you you want to be called Odessonia? Odessonia. You want to be called Odessonia? Okay. It's no, like he disses on you. He disses on you. You get me? You change it, Izzy. Okay, son. I see you. You want to change your name? I see you, Izzy. You want to do whatever whatever you want to do. I'm on board because bro, he put it on that man last night. He put it on Paulo Costa and made him look like he didn't even belong, and that's tough to do. Right, Paulo Costa is as good as they come, and Izzy made him look like a rank amateur. It was a pro versus an amateur out there. It was not competitive. There was no second of that fight where you thought Costa had a chance. And once again, it shows, man, that he is the absolute class of the UFC middleweight division and just further proves that everyone is – they're playing catch-up. They're playing catch-up from a very, very massive head start by the champ, Izzy. I mean, he's the man. You know, it's, it's interesting because a lot of people were buying into the fact that he wasn't as good as we said he was, all this stuff. And, and even on Saturday, even when I was talking to Chael and Brett after the fight, they were talking about they wanted to start with what Paolo didn't do, that he didn't bring the fight to him, that he didn't show up, all this stuff. The story isn't that. That's not the story. The story is that arguably for the third straight fight, D.C., Izzy has left a great fighter just sort of frozen in there, right? Like, you can make the case he did it to Robert Whitaker. He certainly did it to you, Romero, and he did it to Paulo Costa. It's because he's so good. The story is there are levels to this game, as we've been reminded over the years. He is so far and away better than everyone at 185 right now. Once again, Costa didn't know what to do with him. That was all, that was all Izzy. To say that it was Costa not bringing the fight to him, to me, is a disservice to what Izzy did in there. Oh, Ariel, Ariel. If Paulo Costa attacked he was done so it's damned if you do and it's damned if you don't because if he attacked israel adesanya izzy's one of the best counter strikers in the entire world 
He can counter, and that's what happened with Robert Whitaker. Remember, Robert Whitaker brought it to him. He tried to go forward, and he got knocked out. He put himself in trouble at the end of the first round, got dropped, and the fight was pretty much over. Second round, he went right back to that and got dropped with that left hook that put him to sleep. So, damn, damn. If I do bring the pressure, this dude can knock me out. So Paulo Costa goes, I am going to fight every urge, every fight and every instinct that I have to go and chase this dude down. I'm going to fight that, and I'm going to stay at range and be more patient. Damn, because I didn't, right? So it's damned if you do, Robert Whitaker, and it's damned if you don't, Paulo Costa, because if you stay at range, he is going to pick you apart. I mean, those nasty leg kicks he landed, it, I mean, Paulo Costa was immobile after the first round because he took so many leg kicks in the same spot, right? And then when he couldn't move anymore, Izzy started kind of giving it to him a little bit. All the gamesmanship, come on, fight me, fight me. When, he, when Izzy fought him, it's not like Costa went off. He still just took his licks. He took his beating. And the moment that Izzy realized that the threat was completely gone, he just went and did his thing and landed that nasty left hook right on the side of the temple, put him down. I mean, got on top of him and just finished him. It was nasty. It was clean. It was as clean a performance as you can hope for. He looked great against Robert Whitaker, right? Mm. And he didn't look as good against Yoel Romero, but who does, right? Yoel has a way of making people look a little bit less than. But yesterday, that looked, he looked as good as he's ever looked in his entire career. And it just kind of goes to show you that for as good as Izzy is and for as average as he makes a lot of people look, when you get a fight like he had against Kelvin Gastelum, it's like a rarity, right? That someone could compete with him at that level for as long as Gaslam went, but ultimately lost the fight and got hurt very bad at the end of the fight where he looked like he was going to get finished. So anytime we see Izzy in a fight that's competitive, we better appreciate him because they're going to be few and far in between. I knew he would fight with a chip on his shoulder, and I think we saw that in the post-fight with everything that he said, and certainly with his his Twitter on Sunday. Uh, I mean, he's well, just still. he's, he's just still all. Going. Yeah, he's, he's going on and on and on. I mean, it, it's very entertaining stuff. You and I don't like to make bets. You, know, you and I don't like to make predictions, I should say, before these fights. Um, this don't, was one of the don't, easiest. Don't act like I predicted this dude was going to lose, man. No, no, don't no. Me. I'm saying oh, this I'm is one of the easiest it. fights to predict. I was on ESPN Radio before the show on Saturday, and they asked me who's going to win. Give us a prediction. I'm like, eh, I don't really like to make predictions. But you know what? Second round TKO. It's easy. He's not on his level. Costa was not on his level, and I think we were reminded of that. Who are you texting right now in the middle of the show? I'm not what? texting. I'm pulling up this text message group with my friend Jamil Kelly, who was on the Olympic team with me, and my yeah. pastor, Devon. He wrote me, who wins tonight in both the main event or in the co-main event? I said, Bohovic and Adesanya. You said Bohovic. I don't believe you on Bohovic. I promise you I said Bohovic. Okay. I promise you I said Bohovic. And then it said, I said, Edesanya finishes in two. I go because on another group, I said either it'll be insanely competitive or Izzy's going to embarrass him. There was only two ways this fight was going to play out. And then I had a bet with one of my friends last night. And uh, right right after Bohovic won, I sent this video. And it... <laughs> what are you doing? It, You're making what did fun I of tell him? you? Yeah. It's just me sending the video going, 
where's my money? Because what did I tell you? Because I just had a feeling that Jan would win. But I also told those guys and everybody that would listen. Very competitive if Paulo has a chance. But if not, he gets embarrassed. And that's exactly what happened. He got I embarrassed. Just, I just love that someone, after all these years, finally said y'all must have forgotten their post-fight interview. I've been asking someone to You've say this trying. for years. I mean, I've been trying. Yeah, no, I say it almost every week. At some point, you got to stop just doing the same. You almost forgot. You, be, you do it with everybody. And he did you it. Do it with everybody. He finally did it. And, and, yeah. and never before was it so appropriate because everyone jumped off the bandwagon back in March. Just crazy to me considering what this guy has done and how good he is. And so now the question is, who's next, right? He has a lot of respect for Jared Cannonier. Jared Cannonier is fighting Robert Whitaker on October 24th in essentially a month's time. If Cannonier wins, no brainer. But DC what if Robert Whitaker wins? Are you really going to do Whitaker versus Izzy next? I don't know if there's a lot of interest in seeing that fight. Is it maybe Darren Till if he beats Hermanson? Is it Hermanson if he beats Darren Till? Who else is out there? What are you talking about? You want to see Whitaker versus Izzy again? Man, let me tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody wrote me uh, yesterday. Um, who are you going to fight next? I was like, I don't know. He said, well, Jared Cannonier ain't it. Like, he was like, Jared Can. I mean, I think Jared Cannonier and his story is so great. But how does Jared Cannonier get to Izzy right now? Just doesn't seem like the... If he beats Robert Whitaker, he deserves it. No, but it. it just does not seem like the style matches up. Like you said, it just seems like he's got, like, the gap is like this. Like, yeah. I don't know who's going to compete with this dude. And uh, I like Jared. And Jared's powerful. But, like, man, when Jared fought Anderson, he fought, like, at a very slow pace, right, until he landed those kicks that hurt Anderson. How does he approach a fight with Izzy? How does anybody approach a fight with Izzy right now? That goes, and again, like, it's a credit, man, to guys like Anderson Silva went three rounds with this guy somehow. How? How? Mm. When everybody thinks Anderson's done. Respect. Anderson fought this dude. Respect. I mean, I don't know. Crow caught Barry. Like, maybe Izzy respected I mean, him too much? I just don't know how Anderson went three rounds with this guy. How did, how did he do what all these guys, Costa, Whitaker, who we think are the greatest fighters in the world today, not how are they not able to compete with this guy when Anderson can and go fight three rounds with him? It it shows you how special Silva is, but also um, maybe is he still improving at such an alarming rate that now he's knocking these guys out that are the best fighters in the world in, in under 10 minutes? Like, I don't know how he's doing it, man. It's crazy. Yeah, that was almost a year and a half or so ago, almost two years at this point. So mm -hmm. um, obviously he has come along since uh, that, you know, that fight back in Australia in February of last year. So like I said, I think we'd agree if Jared wins, that's the fight. It gets a little messy if it's not, you know, if it's not John Jones, do you do the John Jones fight? You can't do the John Jones fight. That's not like, that's the biggest one, but it's not going to happen, right? It'll be time. I think it might be time already. Like, no, I'll get out of here. I know. I know sometimes. And we will I, get to John a, stop, a little stop, more stop, in depth stop, stop, in a second. Ariel, I know sometimes I get a little excited. Hey, yeah, you I'm do get. Fan. Yesterday I'm you said Shemaev double champ. You still think Shemaev is beating uh, Stylebender? I never said Shemaev was beating Stylebender. You did. Never, no, you said no. Shemaev double champ within a year. No, no. Because at that point, I figured Izzy would be the light heavyweight champion. You know what I'm uh, saying? Like, you know, you at that point, Izzy goes up because guess what? Because guess what? Izzy's the best 205-pounder in the world right now. Izzy beats Jan, right? Izzy beats everybody. Yeah, hey, Izzy's the best 205-pound champion in the world right now. He's got to so, be in that pound-for-pound -pound discussion. Bro, I'm telling you, after what I saw last night, I think Edesanya 
is the best light heavyweight in the world right now. Not much less the best middleweight in the world. I think he's the best light heavyweight in the world because he's big. See how big he looked out there last night? He's tall. He's lean. He's strong. And, I mean, I was watching him walk to the octagon area, and I tweeted. I said he made the jump, right? He's made the leap, right? You, you watch athletes, and you can tell when they make the leap from this guy's good to this guy's a star, you could tell, like, this guy's a star, right? When you saw Mike walk to the, to the ring, dude's a star. Roy Jones, dude's a star. Floyd Mayweather, dude's a star. Uh, Canelo, today, dude's a star. Now, you can tell when a guy's a star, right? John Jones, dude's a star. God, GSP, dude's a star. Connor, he's a star. He's okay, a star, okay, we right? get it, we get it. I mean, how many are you going to tell no, us? No, no, <laughs> I want to keep – because, hey, I got to keep listing people because I yeah. – LeBron, he's a star. Michael yeah. Jordan, he's a star, right? Okay. I, like, I, like, I like watching LeBron walk into the arena. Like, I, yes, yes, I, yes. That's what I okay, show up for. Okay, what's your point? Wait, that's what I show up for. I don't watch the game. I watch to see and get that feel that LeBron's a star. I watch Izzy, and I say, oh, this dude's a star. That's it. He may, he's made that leap. It's not like, oh, this kid can be something down the line. Right now, he's the man. And um, them dudes ain't beating him. And guess what? <laughs> if he goes up to light heavyweight, Izzy's going to be the double champ. I know I'm giving out a lot of double champions know. You know, lately, but Izzy's the double champ, man. He's well, double champ. he didn't dance on the way to the cage. He danced on the way out. By the way, very quickly, I, I loved what he had to say about, you know, the fines for the weigh-ins, that he's thinking about that in the moment for his buddies. He's saying, no, no, no. Find them 90% because there's a lot of corruption in this sport. Don't find them 20, 30, 40%. He's doing that in the cage seconds after he beats Costa. He's campaigning to Dana White about this. Shows you what kind of a guy he is. Also shows you what kind of a team CKB is. They go two and two in their four fights, but they're they were all, all dancing back there. All dancing, all happy for each other. No one's jealous. No one's upset. It was just a great scene. And I'm very happy for Izzy that he got to prove his point. Yes, before we move along Jason here. Jason Tatum's a star. <laughs> you, you like that? You like what I say? This, this guy, this guy, I'm listening. I'm listening Tyler everybody. here, Josh oh. Allen, they are stars. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Let's talk about another star, Jan Bojovic. Jan Bojovic. You really thought Jan was going to beat Dominic Reyes? I actually really thought. I, I knew it. Hey, do you know? You tell me listen that. to this stat. Listen to this stat. Jan Bojovic is the first light heavyweight champion not named Cormier or Jones in a decade. Are you serious? In a decade. Listen wow, to this. I didn't know that. I didn't I realize mean, that. Decade, the belt, 1,500 days for Jones, 1,300 days for Cormier. This is the first is light true? heavyweight champion in a decade to hold that belt. And it is the Polish powerhouse, Jan. You got to say it right. Bois. Jan. It's time to start Bois. pronouncing yeah. it the correct way. Yeah. Bois-ho-vich. Jan Bojovic, the Polish powerhouse. I mean, can we get the, is that his name? Is his name the Polish powerhouse? I don't think so. 
Uh, Can we get I think that going? The Polish Hammer or the Pride of Poland. The He's Polish a very nice powerhouse. guy. It's a great name. That is a great name. The, the double P works. But by the way, in a million years, let's be honest, did you ever think this man would be a champion in the UFC? I mean, this guy was sort of like, you know, a mid-tier light heavyweight getting knocked out by Tiago Santos. The Gustafson fight was just sort of, I didn't see this coming. I did not see this coming whatsoever. I, I am, dare I say, I am shocked that Jan is the champ. That we went from Shogun to John Jones to DC to Jan Boakovic. <laughs> I am shocked. No disrespect. He's no. incredible, but I am shocked. Well, that's what I'm saying, man. We play a game where we play a game where nothing's guaranteed. And if a guy gets on the roll and a guy develops belief in himself and his skill set, sky's the limit. And that's what happened for Jan. And man, I, I made that video last night after the fight. And I said he's kind of slow because he is. But bro, dude's there to fight every single time. And if he lands, it's over. He must hit so hard. I the way, the way, when he hit Dominic Reyes, it looked like Dominic Reyes just immediately went into a shell. Like, he could not, he, it was like he had never felt power like he got hit with by, by Jan last night. And, man, combinations. Jan kicks him on the side twice. And did you see that big old mark on his body? It was disgusting. Selena couldn't even watch it. That's how beat up his body was after Jan landed one or two body kicks. It was, it's crazy. The dude is... This dude is a, a, a story of a guy that just truly believes in himself and the people around him and that the sky's the limit. And congratulations to Jan Bohovic, man. That dude, he deserves it. When, when, he, when Luke Rocco was going to fight him, I thought, oh, easy fight. Great fight right. at 205, right? Like, this is the best because this guy was a middleweight. Now you go up and you fight another middleweight and dude knocks Luke out and now he's knocked everybody out since. And he's the champ. You know, it, it, it's such a fascinating thing when you have these guys come into their own and, and they, they win at 30, 37. He wins and no one saw it coming. It's great. On, on the flip side, you have Dominic, who my heart breaks for him a little bit because I thought he beat John Jones. He should have won the belt. And, you know, I thought he was going to win, but we talked to John Anik on Saturday before the fight. And John told me that in the and, – and Chael, John said that in the fighter meeting, right, that you guys do – he was still lamenting the fact that it was, you know, a six-week camp. Mm -hmm. He didn't have enough time. And he told me that when the fight was booked. I'm like, man, the guy, he's still talking about this? He's still upset about this? That's when I started to get a little worried for Dominic. What went wrong with this guy? I mean, look, sometimes styles make fights, right? And, and, and John was very happy. John Jones was, you know, talk about trolling. I mean, like the tweets. That's bad, said, man. Like, that's Apple bad. Valley, he was just all over you know, him. Like, at some point, do you not kick people when they're down, man? Like, do you not? John was enjoying John that. Does John Jones not understand that his time's going to come? Does he not understand that his time's going to come? His time's going to come. And he's kicking these dudes while they're down, man. That's not good, man. You got to, like, lay off the guy. Because it's a very hard walk for a guy like Dominic Reyes who went from – because his life is his life has changed. He beats John Jones, right? A guy that everybody thinks is unbeatable, becomes the champ. His star shines as bright as anyone the sport has ever seen. He wins that belt the other day. It still is okay. The rightful guy now has the belt because we all thought he beat right. Jones. People thought he beat Jones. Yep. But now, now, could you imagine with Dominic Reyes, the the overnight hangover of a Dominic Reyes? After getting knocked out in that way, you go from beating the guy that people consider the GOAT to losing to Jan Bohovic. Because guess what? Whereas you just said that, I'm surprised Jan Bohovic is the champion. Reyes probably went to that fight thinking the same thing. 
Yeah. This guy's got knocked out by this dude. He's this, yeah. this, this. And you go in there and you lose to that dude. It's a, he, his flight home is as bad and as lonely as anybody's flight's ever been, bro. He's yeah. in the back right now, away from his team, crying. Anytime he gets a moment alone, the tears start to flow. The, the sadness seeps in. It's a, it's a sadness in the pit of your stomach that um, most people can't comprehend. And for Jones, a guy that has dealt with so many bad things, self-inflicted, remember, to be kicking him when he's down, that's just bad. It's bad. What did you make of the tweet saying like, hey, you guys want me to come back down and get my bet real quick? Hack. That's whack. That's so whack. Hey, have you ever met a guy? Have you ever met a guy that's so out of touch? Like he's out of touch. It's like, okay, John, then why not, why not just go, hey, I was afraid of Dominic Reyes. Now I want to go back to 205 and fight Jan Bohovic because he beat Dom. Like, that's crazy. Why would he do that? Like, I mean, who in the, is, I mean, who does that? Who does that? It was he, a little off-putting, right? I mean, fought, he could have fought Reyes. This could have been him and Reyes yesterday. This was supposed to be him and Reyes. Or him and Jan. Yeah, he gave up the belt. He or gave up the belt and said, I want to fight heavyweight. But now... You're, maybe I'll go back. Like, how could you be so out of touch? I don't get it. Well, That's your moment, friend, man. That's your guy. <laughs> I saw you walking around Albuquerque with that dude, and you got a stench on you. I mean, since that, I mean, there is a stench to you that I just can't. I mean, ugh. that was you walking around Albuquerque. I don't I saw, know. I think John is not is not happy with me these days. I mean, but I that's your that friend. Was- that is no, your boy over there kicking people while they down and just pretty much admitting, I don't want to fight Dominic Reyes, but I'll fight Jan Bohovic. I mean, that's crazy, man. Okay, so right after Jan wins, he calls out John Jones. Do you think there's any chance this fight happens? I'm, if, I'm in, if I'm Jones, I'm doing it. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing it if I'm Jones. Really? If I'm Jones, I'm doing it. Man, oh, you're disrespecting Jan. Jan. Why can't Jan no. knock him out? Man, let me tell you something. Here, here, I'll tell you this right now. Jones beats Bohovic. Too slow. He's too slow to beat. Because the thing about Jones is people don't realize he's got a good chin. You can hit him. Yeah. I hit him. A lot yeah. of us hit him. And he, he can take punches, man. And if Jan Bohovic is out there and he's, he's too slow, Jones will pick him apart. But God, I can't believe. Hey, look, if I was at two, if I was still fighting at 205 or if I was still fighting today, he said, do you see you can fight Jan Bohovic? I'd probably fight Jan Bohovic. No disrespect. Just because I just think that the <laughs> Just, I just think that, you, like you said, it's surprising, right? When you have the footage of people getting no victories over him, you think you could do it too. Any fighter does. And if you're a guy like myself or Jones, then of course you think you can beat him, and that's why Jones would go fight him. So congratulations to Israel Desiano. Hey, let me tell you something. I don't hey. want to fight you, Bohovic. I'm talking Respect. hypotheticals. You're the man, bro, and you, you deserve Polish powerhouse. Your Polish Respect powerhouse. Him. I'm on. Come on now. I'm about to make you my profile picture on my Instagram. That's Champ. right. Yeah, Let's right. <laughs> Imagine that. Uh, Brandon Royville, great flyweight fight. They're doing great things. Uh, overall, fun night. Uh, maybe one mm, kind of dark moment, if you will. It's getting uncomfortable, DC. It's getting uncomfortable watching Diego Sanchez fight. What do they do with Diego Sanchez? You know, I, I hate when we have to sit here and campaign for someone to retire, but like it is getting uncomfortable. What do you do with Diego Sanchez? Oh, you know what, man? Like, first off, the, you know, great night of fights. Royville and, and, and Kai Cara France, which to my is, – is that his real name? Is that Kai Cara France? Is yeah. that his real name? Because it just seems way too perfect. No, it's amazing. Kai Cara France, is that his real name? First off, I don't believe your name is Ariel Hawani. At some point, I would like you to tell me your real name. I mean, you want my birth certificate? I want to know your real name. Kai Cara France. It just seems too perfect. Um, 
I'd love the Sajara Eubanks versus Ketlin Vieira fight. Probably my favorite fight of the entire she night. She got on the charter. Sajara finally got on the charter. So, so Sajara got, she got gone. She went there. And there is a video coming out, a new show, showing how Fight Island came to part. I hope I am in the show with my idea from our show early in the year. Because <laughs> I came up with the whole Fight Island thing. And, you know, I would like to get credit for it. Um, but Diego, the Diego Sanchez thing, man, the, it, it's crazy. I mean, from Josh, his name is Josh? Josh? Uh, Fabia, yeah. School of Self-Awareness. He, like, he goes up to Matt Han- He got yeah, Matt he, dude, schooled by Matt Serra, man. Matt Serra's like, yo, how about this? I don't even know your name. Dude's like, it's like, if you're teaching the School of Self-Awareness, how are you so unaware that you shouldn't go interrupt Matt Serra at breakfast, man? And then Diego's out there just moving around like he does this little thing. I like. I used to like it, this little thing where he points his hand and he just kind of yeah. moves to the side. But he, Jake Matthews put it on him. It was bad. And he looks a little bit like he looks a little bit out of shape. He looks a little bit less like in, in tune. And I don't know, man. I, I just think that uh, it's, it's time for Diego to hang it up. It's time for him to hang it up, man. And, you know, it was never close last night. And honestly, it was never close in the fight with Pajeda. He never mm-hmm. won. He right. won because he, he's a smart guy, right? He's very self-aware in that sense. He was like, hey, it was illegal. You know, I can't really continue giving my victory. But it's time, man. It's time for Diego. It's over. Well, I can't believe it's September 2020, and I can make a perfect transition from Diego Sanchez to Conor McGregor. But I can make a perfect transition from Diego Sanchez to Conor McGregor because Conor McGregor was in the news this past week. Um exposing some DM conversations with Dana White where he was campaigning for a fight among many other things with Diego Sanchez. I don't think that was the crux of it. I think he was trying to prove that he's been wanting to fight and really everything that I've been saying for the past few months, that it's a travesty that he hasn't fought, that he wanted to fight dating back to February, that he's been itching to fight, that he never wanted to retire, all this stuff and more. So he goes on this, you know, this rampage on Friday and then he drops the bomb. Well, anyway, I'm fighting Manny Pacquiao in the Middle East. Then I talk to his manager, Adi Attar, tells me serious talks, not a done deal, either late December or January of next year. UFC is on board, he said. He's talked to them. And a lot of people said that Dana White, you know, denied. He didn't really deny. He just didn't really want to go into it at the press conference. But he's well aware they are on board. And they've done it before with Floyd Mayweather. So let me ask you this. Before we get into all the, the DM stuff and the Diego stuff, what is your level of interest? in seeing Conor McGregor fight Manny Pacquiao either late this year or early next year? I got to be honest, Helwani, man. Like, I'm a fan of Conor McGregor. So whenever he does something, I watch, whether it's mixed martial arts, whether it's boxing. I remember when he fought Floyd. I was on a vacation in Hawaii watching the fight with L, my, my business partner, L, at a luau, right? At a luau, we had the phone on the table watching Conor fight Floyd. So I'll watch it. I'll definitely watch it. I'm a fan. I think that he'll build a great fight with Manny. I think it'll be interesting. I think it'll be intriguing to see whether or not he can compete at that level. Do I think he can? No. I think it's a dangerous fight for him because Manny's so powerful. And Manny, I don't feel, is going to end up fighting him at a a pace that him and Floyd fought at a very leisurely pace early. I don't think Pacquiao has that ability. He's going to go out there and try to knock his head off. But, yeah, I'm tuning in. I'm definitely watching for sure. Well, first of all, anyone who says they're not watching is a lie. They're, they're lying. lying. It would be a spectacle. They will watch yada, 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 yada. But here's the thing. These are the facts. We don't want to see Conor fight Manny Pacquiao in late 2020, early 2021. I, I want to see him fight MMA. And again, mm-hmm. he was so into the season, the three fights, all this stuff. 
I don't know how we got to this point to where he feels like he has to go there in order to just be active. So I want everyone to be very, you know, clear about this. I don't think you or I or anyone wants this to happen. We will all watch it. We will all cover it. It will be a massive deal. We'll sell a ton of pay-per-views. I'm intrigued. By the way, the weight to me is a huge question. Pacquiao has never fought above 147. Connor mm-hmm. hasn't been down in that territory for quite Not some time. He's fighting as a 170 pounder. Are they going to meet at like 150 or something? That to me is big. Yes. Big. That's fascinating. But DC, the real story is what is going on? And it just seems like every day the relationship gets worse, right? The DMs, Dana says he breaks the code. Connor comes back and says, well, the code was broken when you told people that I didn't want to fight. Like this seems to be a very toxic relationship right now. How do they fix it? You, how, how do you make things better with the biggest star in the history of the sport? Because this isn't going down the right path, right? No, it's not. And, and you know, I think that these guys have done that before, right? They've, they, this isn't new, right? Conor McGregor and the UFC being on bad terms isn't really new, especially lately, right? Like they've been in, in these fights for a long time and ultimately they get things worked out. And I believe that that's going to happen again. But I think a level of trust has been, uh, I think a level of trust has been, um, it, they've been betrayed on both sides, right? Conor feels betrayed because he didn't get to fight in the way that he wanted. Dana and the UFC feel betrayed because Connor shared private messages. You know, I think that's where, um, that's where I think the issue is going to be. But I also believe that Dana and Connor usually can work things out. But if not, that's when Lorenzo will get and come and help because mm-hmm. Connor respects Lorenzo so much that he's always willing to listen. And I think that, with Dana, Lorenzo, and Connor when they're all together, they generally can get things worked out. And I think that's ultimately what's going to happen. I, I, I still think eventually he comes back, he fights in the UFC, probably not this year. I mean, the clock is ticking. And he fights the winner of Khabib versus Gaethje. I think that's what they always wanted, right? And they were just trying to buy some time. So maybe he fights a Pacquiao in December or January, and then he fights Khabib or Gaethje in April. It could all be fixed. But right now it's like reaching some sort of like uncomfortable – because no one – to watch. Right? Because- because it's like you got two guys, right? You got two guys that don't seem like they're going to back down. Right. Like, why, should, why would Dana White ever back down to anyone, right? Doesn't need to. He's got a whole organization to replace fights. Like, this is his world. But why would Connor now? Dude's got a ton of money. Got a very, uh, you know, he, he's got so much money from the boxing, from the fighting. He's also got a great product in Proper 12, right? So he's making money hand over fist himself. So he doesn't feel like he needs to back down, especially with all the opportunities he has outside of the octagon. So it, when you get two people like that and they come to a crossroads, you don't understand how uh, and how, how they're going to make it work. But ultimately, I do believe that cooler heads will prevail and, and it'll work itself out. I really do. Uh, I, I strongly believe that this has, been, this has been the lone cloud over the UFC's year. Like they came back first, right? Of all, of all the sports, they said they were going to come back. They came back. There haven't been any serious issues with COVID. Fight Island, they're on fire, like you said. The fights have been great. The pay-per-views have been great. There have been big shows, big headline events, all this stuff and more. The fact that you have had Conor fight for 40 seconds in 2020, to me, is mind-boggling. Like you have this guy who is like begging to be tagged in, to literally fight Diego Sanchez. Like, forget about the actual matchup, the symbolism of him trying to beg to fight a Diego Sanchez, and you can't figure out how to make it happen, to me, blows my mind. It absolutely blows my mind. How do you not figure this out? How do you not figure it out? What's this face you're making? I th- so, so you, you're, you're, you're actually exactly what... <laughs> I can't, well, so what? you believe this? What? You believe this? 
Believe what? That Connor would fight Diego Sanchez? No, I'm I'm just saying. Forget oh, about the fact. Look, I get it, it, right? So it just shows. It, no, no. Connor's trying to use a guy like you to prove. Yeah, like I'm willing to fight anybody, right? We just talked about Diego being done, and the biggest star in the UFC history is saying he'll fight him. So if you say you'll fight Diego Sanchez, it's saying that I'll fight anybody. But the reality is Conor ain't fighting anybody. It has to be the right fight. I don't think so. Because if Conor was fighting anybody, right, Mm -hmm. Conor would have been – if and and, and again, it's like I'm not trying to fight the opposite side of the argument with you. Mm. So please don't try to paint me off to this UFC. You said, you know, or using white me, using no, me, was using me. Listen, okay. if Connor was willing to fight just anybody, he would have agreed to be the replacement guy for Habib. Versus that is such a that's, joke. That's, that is such if, a joke. Are no, you, if he if he was willing to fight anyone, right, yeah. he would agree to that. Why like, he agree to that? And then See, you wouldn't agree to that. You wouldn't agree to that. Would you be the backup fighter to, to, to John Jones versus Dominic Reyes? No, you wouldn't. You would say, I'm no backup fighter. Come on now. Well, you would not agree to that. No. But, he was but supposed also, to fight just against you on, on July 11th. Wait, but also, I'm not saying I'll fight anybody anytime. I'm saying I want the right fight, right? Like, I want to fight the guy when I get it scheduled and all that. Connor's saying it like he just wants to be in the octagon. And if he wants to just be in the octagon, let's get him in the octagon. That's all I'm saying. I'm not knocking yeah, Conor that's McGregor. That's all I'm saying, too. I'm just saying if Conor McGregor was willing to fight anybody, he would have said, okay. Because reality is, if, if, if at this point, if you're the backup or Khabib versus Ferguson gets scheduled, is it, are you, you're actually fighting. Like, you're, it's about, a status thing. It's Khabib a status thing. Ferguson, if you're Khabib versus Ferguson and that's scheduled, and they say, hey, you're tagged as the next guy, it doesn't, they're not fighting. You're fighting one of those two guys. Because one of them not making it to the fight because it always happens. So history would have shown, you know. Would Canelo that, ever be the backup fighter? Would Triple G be the backup fighter? I get it. I get Connor's a bigger star than anyone, so he shouldn't have to be a backup. Yes. I'm trying to prove to you that if this is real, like I'll fight anybody anytime, that would have been the case. Sorry. I mean, yeah, you're that, never going to give me the agree to it. What a but flawed boy, argument. What a flawed at, argument. I can see now. By the way. I can see now why people go, oh, Ariel loves Connor. What well, you know. Because everyone's afraid to say that he's right in this no, situation. I'm not saying he's right. wrong. I'm you, not saying he's by wrong. The way, you're, you're also ignoring the fact that back in May he couldn't come into the country. Couldn't actually come into the country. Oh, you're I'm forgetting not, that little detail, right? Again, again, like now we're going. Now we're talking about a whole bunch of other things. Oh, uh, right, right, right. We're talking about just fighting. Well, we're talking about just fighting. But he could have gotten into the country in in, in May, right? Because he fought in J- uh, January. If you fought here, you could get back into the United States at the time. So during the pandemic. Yeah, during the pandemic. Are you yeah, crazy? Man. What are you talking about? I mean, I'm just saying, Ariel, Does he man. beat Pacquiao? Does he beat Pacquiao? No, bro. No. Yeah. He doesn't. I look, I, I think he, I think he'll, I thought he did great against Floyd. I thought, I mean, nine rounds with Floyd Mayweather. Who does that? Mm. But I don't know if he beats Manny. I don't think so. All right. Well, we'll see. But he does beat a lot of guys in mixed martial arts if he comes back. Okay. And if Habib Let me ask you does this. retire, if Habib does retire, he might get the belt again. Connor's next fight. Is it in boxing or MMA? Mixed martial arts. I think really? I, yeah, I do. I believe they'll get it worked out. And, I and say I, boxing. He's such a good. He's such a good mixed martial artist, man. It's he's a such a this great is like fighter. Jordan playing baseball. Yeah, but he's such a great fighter. I, I think that he'll fight where he, he's going to find the most success, and I think that's in mixed martial arts. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Now, DC, um, quick timeout and all the fight talk, quick timeout. Wanted to get a quick update because I missed it. Uh, end, end of last week's show, uh, you were hyped because it was Monday Night Football coming up. And, uh, oh and, and you said, no, I just, I just asked you, you said, you said, uh, you said Raiders, <laughs> you said Raiders. Saints. Oh, man. <laughs> what happened? What happened about day football? No, 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 no. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Uh, well, I will stonewall you. Okay. You want to know what happened? They yeah. cheated. They cheated. <laughs> then we went to Las Vegas. They had a, they had a mission to get the Raiders their first victory in their new stadium because they cheated. I mean, we had 125 penalty yards. They had 10. We had a third down. We're down by seven. Oh, no, we're down by four. We get a big play. Third down or second down, they call holding. Then they call block in the back. So okay, next, this is, this is too much detail. We don't need all second, this recap. Then we're second and 28 to where they go and score again. We're down by 14 points, and then the game's over by 10 points, 11 points. We got cheated in, we got cheated in Las Vegas, and like they always say, don't bet against the house in Vegas, and the Raiders are the house now, so you can everybody can go get cheated in that new stadium. Well, uh, for those that missed it, uh, DC was very confident. In fact, <laughs> oh my God, really? <laughs> he, went, he went to social media. And he I posted, did not go to social media. I did not go to social media. Well, okay. <laughs> I did not go to social media. That was a private video. <laughs> God, you're such a liar. This is what you should. This is what. This is this is what you should be like repenting for for your sins. This is what you should be asking for forgiveness in Yom Kippur. Speaking of the guy code, take a look at this video. Bro, that's terrible, man. Hey, y'all remember my All About That Cake video back in the day for the MMA Awards? Well, tonight is Monday Night Football, and I'm so sure that the Saints are going to win that if they lose, I'm making a video dancing like Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. I mean, that's, that's how confident I am. I'm making a video. I'm going to be dancing again if the Saints Nation don't beat the Raiders. So, come on, man. You know we got to get it done. Let's go, boys. Let's go, boys. Oh, okay. Man, that's <laughs> terrible, bro. This is terrible. You knew, you knew. And I've explained this to you. That was a private video. That was not supposed to go out to the world, dog. That was not supposed to go out to the world, man. Well, DC, nah, man. I have to say something. On Thursday night, I'm walking my dog, Macha, and I get a phone call. As I'm crying here, I get a Ooh. phone call from Luke Rockhold. Oh, he, he said. <laughs> and Luke Rockhold was mad. I'm not kidding. What's he mad about? He said, listen, we got a problem. <laughs> DC has a habit. He has a history of making bets, gentleman nah. bets, and not coming through, not paying up. Now, DC, can you tell the world what was at stake here? Man, I don't know. Hey, dog. Listen, 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 listen. This is a what private the, video. Answer the, answer the question. What was that state? Man, if the Saints lost, I would dance like Cardi B. <laughs> I would dance like Cardi Luke B. Rockhold said, we are all counting on you, Ariel. Me, Bro. Zendo, the whole team. 
DC has to pay. He doesn't pay. And I said, you know what? I actually did an NBA bet with DC recently, and he backed out too. He when? Has, yeah, you remember when the Rockets played the Raptors in the preseason? You're like, oh, no, we weren't actually betting. I was like, you know what? He does have a habit. I've heard this about him. He has a rep for not paying up. So, DC, we are requesting right here and now. <laughs> How does it go? Nobody wants to see that, man. Make Nobody it wants to see that. On the top, make it wop, top. Oh, my God. No, this is what my dream, this is what nightmares are made of. You singing that song. Macaroni <laughs> in the club. Make it, let's see it. Let's see that rub shaker. Come on now. Pay up, son. Let's go. What is this? You know? <laughs> I can't be dancing more than you here. Did you <laughs> bet these men that you would dance? How do you know the worst of this song? <laughs> I had to watch it. What he is going me. on in the Helwani household? I mean, what is Walter? Yeah, Walter? He, is Oliver listening to Cardi B? I mean, don't what is Don't try to change the subject now that you know their names. Don't try I mean, to change the subject. I mean, what is happening? Don't use my kids' Yo, I'm not dancing, face. bro. You have to pay. Did you make the, the bet or not? Did you make the bet? Here's the problem. At this point, I, I was gonna make. I was gonna pay the bet. I was gonna pay the bet. I would dance like Cardi B, like Luke. He said Luke did. Luke did it. I was gonna dance like Luke. But then when Rosendo and them broke the code and shared private messages publicly, now I can't pay them privately as I planned to. So that's on them. I would have paid them privately. They would have gotten the video in that was supposed to go to two people in the entire world. But instead, they You're broke the code. They broke so the guy code. They broke the guy. Code. Something I would never do. I would never uh, break the code of a private text message. Sorry. So that's on them. So the bet's off. Off bet. You know, I like to say that off bet. Yeah. The bet was off immediately when they put the video on the internet. Wow. And crazy too, because such front runners, the yeah. whole game, they were trying to act like nothing was wrong. They didn't want to share the video, but the moment they win, right? When they see that they're going to win after cheating, they want to put the video up. I can't stand those so guys. Nothing, I Cause I was going to say, we'll make it drop. On the top, wop, wop, macaroni, wop, wop. <laughs> no, you remember that kid? All about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go, there we go. That's a little something. Like a whack. Macaroni, that's all I know. Anyway, all right. I didn't know the words to this song, bro. I will be honest with you. I had no idea what he was talking about. He's like, the wop. I was like, what are you talking about, the wop? Sent me some videos. I did my research. I You watched the video? I said, hey, you got the right guy. I will make this happen for you. And hey, here I am putting you on blast. I have not spoke to Rosendo and Shane in a week. And I don't think I'm ever speaking to him again. They, our relationship is now over after doing that. Hey, I'm you don't cross me. All right. <laughs> you don't cross me because that's what Okay, well, 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 DC, speaking of friendships that are over, how about this? Trend? Every, every subject just flows right into the next. Jorge Masvidal, Colby Covington. Woo-wee. Best friends, training partners, roommates. And now, potential foes, do you see the word on the street is, the word on the street is the UFC wants to call an audible. They want to call an audible. They're saying, Jorge, Nate, like we said last week, right? Not right now. Let's go Jorge Colby. How do you feel about this? What it, boy, I'm telling you, that's the fight. They, they listen that's to us. Fight. I feel like they that's listen the to us. Do they Bro, listen to the us? That, that is the fight, Ariel. That's the fight. Nate's mad at you. Nate's mad at you. Why? Why would Nate be mad at me? He feels Nate like you took the fight away from him. Nate could fight anybody. And people are still going to pay attention. Big Nate, you can still fight anybody. Who's he going to fight? You're the man, Nate. You can fight anybody. It don't matter who. Who's Leon. he going to fight? Leon. Fight Leon. Nate versus Leon? Well, you, Nate just told him, hey, you know, Nate's like, hey, let him fight Leon. Let him fight anybody. I don't care. Nate can fight somebody else. We, don't, we need the Covington versus Masvidal fight. That's the one. It's got everything. 
it's a grudge match made in heaven, right? It's a promoter's dream. But is there a part of you, you come out and you say that you're going to do the Masvidal versus Diaz rematch. Do you have to stick to that? Like, is it fair to Nate to call the, no? I mean, you don't have to, you know, I don't think you got to stick to it. I think you can, I mean, essentially you can do whatever fight you want. But hey, Ariel, dare I say, dare I say that you always, dare I say this is bigger and, and, and more bad blood than Covington Woodley? I mean, dare I say? Oh, 1,000%. 1,000%. Imagine how excited we were. I mean, we could not stop saying how it felt like a pay-per-view main event before Woodley versus Covington. Yes. Imagine what this one's going to feel like. This is the fight, bro. That's the hey, one. Colby Covington's a star. He's a star. He is a, well, he he is made, a draw and a star. He has not made the leap yet. You know, he, Really? He, you don't think Colby Covington is a star? I mean, he is in, in MMA. But he, Top 10 biggest names in the sport right now? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I think Israel Adesanya has made the leap outside of mixed martial arts. He's a star in the Yo, Colby Covington oh, is Colby being is talked too. about. Yes. Colby's getting talked about by KD and all them dudes. Oh, you know oh, what? Maybe I not in the best light, but still, Colby Covington he's doing is, is working because people are tuning in. They're tuning in to either support him or to see him get whooped, but they're not indifferent, right? The worst thing you oh, could be in, in sports oh. is indifferent, right? Or they as a fighter, care. especially. When people don't care, boy. You're in trouble. They got to love you or hate you. And Colby's hated. You're right, Ariel. Colby's a star. He made it. He is a star. Now, I, I feel for Nate because Nate put out this video on Saturday basically to say, yo, y'all must have forgot. I gave you the shot. You told me you would rematch me, and now you're going off and doing something else. Oh, by the way, when I beat Connor, I gave him the shot. Like, I'm a man of my word, and he's saying to the UFC, and I think specifically to Jorge, you're not being a man of your word. Is there something to that? Is there a code there as well, or does Jorge have to look out for number one and take the fight? I just think that... I think that big Nate is like Nate wants to avenge the loss, especially if, like you said, he wasn't hundred percent healthy in the first match and realized that he can do better. Um, it's a tough one, right? Because I do believe that for the organization and for Jorge, it's a bigger fight. And if Jorge wants to find the most competitive fight based on what happened in the last one, right? Cause that's all we have to go on is what we actually saw. He probably feels like it's more competitive with Covington right now. And and I just I, – I, I don't know if there's a code. I, I mean, I don't know if there's a code because for, his, for everything, you know how Nate kind of comes and goes? He is right, though, man. He's always kind of just run it back when it's time to run it back. So I could see how he would feel like it's old back to him. Because he could have moved on, right? Imagine if he have just beat Connor at one time and said, I don't want to fight that dude again. I beat him. Like that – he never would have given him an opportunity to get it back. So he could have did that. And also he picked Masvidal, right? He could have picked anyone to defend that title, picked him after the Pettis win. So he's upset. But listen to this. This is crazy stuff going on at 170 right now, DC. Because listen to this. Okay, so they were going to do Masvidal versus Diaz. Now they're doing Masvidal Covington. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. But now you have a situation where they want to do Hamzat versus Wonderboy. Wonderboy says, no, thank you. I don't want Hamzad. They were going to do Hamzad versus... Of course Damian. he doesn't. Yeah. Of course he doesn't. They were going to do Hamzad versus Damian Maya. Damian Maya is off on the side. We'll talk about him in a quick second. Wonderboy saying, no, give me Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards is saying, no, give me Hamzad or Colby. Neil Magny is saying, give me Hamzad. There's a whole big mess of a situation here. So can we... Let, I, I feel like we need to help the UFC out and everyone out. Right. Like, let's right. figure this out. Okay. Hamzad, who does he fight? All right, here he we go. to fight in December against Wonderboy. Wonderboy saying, hell no, I want to fight Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards is saying, I want Colby. You get, you get what I'm saying? It's a mess. I get, I get it. 
Okay, you ready? Yeah. Start from the top. Usman versus Burns. Done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Masvidal versus Covington. Done. You're welcome. Leon Edwards versus Neil Magny. You're welcome. Really? Wonder Boy Thompson versus Hamzat Chimaev. There you go. You're good. There you go. I'm done. What about Nate? What about Nate? That's it. It, it's that simple. Um, <laughs> what about it, it, that's it. There you go. It's, it's good. It's good. Like we're done. Yeah. So we're done. Wow. So not only are you taking the Masvidal fight away from Nate, you're also just leaving him on the sidelines. No, no, because wait, so here, here we go. Oh, right? I, because, I got a fun one. Hey, Nate versus Maya. That could be fun. That could be fun. Um, but how about Nate versus somebody else? You know, <laughs> Nate won't fight. No, here's the problem. Nate Diaz won't fight just anybody, right? It has to be someone with the name. And honestly, a lot of those guys don't even fit it. Like, you put him in there with with Leon, who's who's still trying to elevate his name. You don't put you know, you need you need somebody with a name to fight Nate Diaz. Shit, Connor wants to fight. Let him and Nate do the trilogy, right? Why not just do the trilogy? I've, if both I've of them are camp- free. You guys been go saying that for years. That's not a bad. That, that could work. Like, why not? That there you go, Nate. I'm not leaving you out, big dog. I'm giving you the biggest fight for you right now. You versus Connor. So once again, here it is. Sean Shelby. Uh, does Sean Shelby do 170 and down? Yeah. Okay, here you go, Sean. I got you, buddy. I got you, <laughs> little buddy. <laughs> Usman versus Burns. Yeah. Wonder Boy versus Hamzat. Leon versus Magni. Diaz versus McGregor. Now you got five big fights. It's all settled. It you're good to go. It's not bad. I don't hate right? any of those. I mean, you don't hate any of those fights. I mean, don't. Yo, and I, I spoke that, to Wonder Boy. He said very, very matter-of-factly, nope. Nope. You don't want to fight Hamzad? Nobody. Nope. Why would you? Who wants to fight Hamzad? The uncrowned champion. Hey, Neil Magny's calling him out. Yeah, I think Neil Magny... Uh, I don't know what Neil's Neil, – Neil's good, but, boy, that Hamzat is something different, man. And you don't want to be in there with Hamzat Chimaev. And, and this is why I say Wonderboy, right? Let me tell you why I say Wonderboy. Because he's fought for the belt a few times already, right? Yeah. And, and now at this point in his career, he's kind of that guy that can still compete with the best of the best. But if you're able to get past him, you – you're completely ready in terms of contender. So when Pettis knocked, Pettis knocked him out, it showed, wow, Pettis is kind of back. And then when Darren Till was able to beat him, it got Darren Till the title shot, right? So it's like he's one of those guys now where he has to build through beating some of these guys in order to put himself back in the title contention or uh, guys move into the title picture. Man, why, so, so why can't they just say Connor? Okay, forget the Manny Pacquiao thing. Just do Diaz. Diaz Connor. Yeah, do Diaz Connor. Let's do that. That's what they should have done back in July. Empty yeah, arena. Makes all this, you put those guys in there. You need a crowd. You need a crowd. Do you? you? We, you just had, we just had you versus Stipe in yeah. the arena. We just had Izzy versus Costa. The biggest fights are happening with no crowd. I don't, by the way, the crowd's great. I don't feel when I watch these shows for a second that I'm like, oh, I'm missing out. I don't, I mean, I. <laughs> I forget. Do you forget? I do at times. I got to be honest, man. But I don't want – we got to be careful, though. Because I don't want to crap on the people. That's part of the fight, right? I it's, know, it, I know. it's so fun, the energy. It's like nothing you've ever experienced. But um, it has not hurt the product during this time. So you want Hamza to go back to 170? I want Hamza at 170 because I just feel like if he's doing that well at 185, imagine him at his natural weight class. Yeah. That's, that's, that's scary. It's scary that he's doing his upper weight class and looking this good. 
Well, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Colby and Jorge because I heard they wanted to do that fight in December on the pay-per-view card. That would be below Burns and, uh, and, and Usman. Um, so that means a three-round fight, 15 minutes. I kind of want to see those guys 25 minutes, but maybe that's a P- – I, I don't know. That's because- better for Jorge, though. Exactly. That's a 15-minute fight because he can kind of go at a higher pace and try to match Covington because you go five rounds with Covington, by the end, you're starting to kind of drown. So, yeah, better for Jorge if this is a three-round fight. Yeah, but uh, my man Nate not going to be happy about this. I'll tell you that much. Nate would be fine if he gets Connor. Nate I think he really fun. wants that Jorge fight because he feels like it was taken away from him. Mm-hmm. The doctor, unceremonious, you know, all that BMF, he created it. He Isn't promised it kind of crazy that Nate's like mad at the doctor for stopping when his ha- his eyes like hanging open. These the, the Diaz brothers get a BMF. Cut. It was even, a BMF title. A BMF but I mean the title. Diaz brothers getting cut, they, they act like it's just like it's nothing. Uh, it, was they a have stoppage. it was a Fugazi stoppage. Come on. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey, you want me to tell you about something else that's Fugazi? You want me to tell you about something else that's Fugazi? Or should I say someone that is Fugazi? Booker T. Booker T. Booker T. You talk about a guy that is Fugazi. This guy continues. He's still on that, right? Yeah, he continues to try to make a name off our name. I mean, you talk about a coattail riding, Jabron. Who's his friend? Who's his friend? I've never seen Who's that guy? I mean, you talk about. Who is his friend? 155 soaking wet, this guy. I mean, I, mean, I would, I would break his back. I would make him humble. I mean, I would like to figure out a way for us to be in the same situation where I handle Booker and you take care of this guy. Because well, this guy likes to run his mouth. And I know does. they say you run your mouth, but, I mean, you have the ability to back it up. So when they look at – when Booker T goes, I'd like to give Vary a Hawaii something proper, he don't understand that by not taking on this big slab of brisket – He's still got Ariel Hawani in the back that can defend himself because you are six foot two, 205 pounds of Jewish steel. You ain't afraid of nobody. You ain't scared. You ain't the average reporter. They act like you're the average media guy that they can just. I got nine awards that say otherwise. Come on. You you, talk about the five time. I'm the nine time. You're the nine time. Yeah. Maybe Big martial arts journalist of the year. I lost count. You gonna probably have you ever lost? Have you ever lost? Listen, I don't like to talk about these things very much. I'm not that kind of guy. But my DC. question is, but no, no, no. When we talk about arrogance, right? They, hmm. you don't want to talk about that. You don't want to talk about no, your awards and all your Booker no. T does. No. So why don't you go and roll around in the mud with him a little bit and talk about what you've been and who you've been to this sport? Well, those two guys should thank us because you know they get approximately 10 to 14 listeners on their show we're about to make them famous once again because they responded to us dc mm-hmm. on their show hall of fame po- i mean what, what kind of a name is that in the houston area what time does it air at 1 a.m on a friday night i mean who's listening to the radio then well they responded to us dc this is what they had to say just as well as cormier i don't want to break cormier down as much as i want to break you know uh Hawani, uh, just a a little piece of something proper like you know what i'm saying and uh, like i said it and true to my word, true to my word, if I catch Ariel Wani at Starbucks 
you know, art in his little caramel macchiato. I'm going to run up on him. Oh, you know, he, he, he's a pumpkin spice latte kind of guy. I can see. You, you, you might be right. You know what I mean? Cause <laughs> that's another story. We'll round uh, back to Helwani in DC, but you, you, you got the word DC. I threw the challenge out anytime, any place, um, whenever you're willing to step inside the Hall of Fame, um, because that might be the only way you get there. Uh, I'm ready for you. What is Booker T talking about? First of all, he clearly knows that you would whoop his ass. Like, he knows that, right? I mean, I, I feel like he has come to that conclusion. So now he's coming after me. Now he's coming after me. Talk, what's he talking about? Carmel Macchiato. Why is he so fixated on Starbucks? Why is he so fixated on C? Let me tell you once again, Booker, it's on site. It's on site. Roll up to my coffee shop and it is on site. You want to have a chai latte? You want to have an Americano? You want to have a flat white? You want to have a macchiato? I don't care. It's on site, Bubba. You're irrelevant. Are you kidding me? Are you, you talk smack about my friend. I came in there. You got all off topic. And now you're trying to come after me. I mean, really? What are you, 55? Hey, yeah, yeah, he's 55. He said it very clearly. And he looked yeah. at, look oh. at me. Look yeah, at he's me. Wearing those gloves. Oh, he's like, hey, Queen Charmel, give me the gloves real quick. And then he puts them <laughs> off and puts them back in the, in, in the closet. Booker, hey, listen, no Aaron, Aaron, to, son. Aaron, I think it's hilarious. Kid. It's hilarious how people go after you right away because we're both picking fights together, but it seems like I'm in the clear. I don't have to fight King Booker. I'm still good. He's going to come after you, but guess what, though? I'll stand next to the ring and I'll, let's go, Ariel. Let's go, Ariel. But you can't run. You can't run, and you got to be willing to fight. You got to be willing to fight, Ariel. And I'll I both of those you. guys. I believe in you. And people I know think you're... I'm playing a character here. I'm not playing a character. I'm tired of the disrespect. I know you <laughs> – I know you're beating his partner. Boxing. I know you're beating his partner easy. I mean, but I'm telling you, man, the match with you and Booker, it's competitive. But I still got you, baby. I got you beating this dude. I got you taking Booker out, man. I feel I like you'd be the out. best thing to ever happen to that company. I mean, let's be honest. The writing these days is a little comb C, comb side. Could you Ooh. imagine DC and Helwani waltzing into that place? Hey, I waltzing. Hey, Ariel. I they got mad at me because I want creative control. I want creative control. How about this? How about this? And then all of a sudden, I get this sent to me. So, okay. So, we have, we have, we have Booker T. Ariel, I'll sit in my storyline and say you're welcome. Just like I just matched up the entire 170-pound division yeah. for Sean Shelby. You're welcome. This is what we're doing. Hey, we got the, we got the 15 years past his prime. Dare I say 18. Dare I say 18 years past his prime Booker T. And now we got this guy who spends more time straightening his hair in the bathroom wearing baseball gloves. What's his name? AJ. AJ Styles. Oh, yeah. Cool AJ. name there, AJ Styles. He said this about you recently. Someone sent this to me, DC. Quote, uh, I think that obviously he's an amazing fighter, right? I like him. He's an amazing commentator. And obviously, as good of a commentator as he is, he's an even better fighter. Okay, he's trying to butter you up. But I don't know. I mean, you still have to learn how to wrestle. Wait, wait, wait. You still have to learn how to wrestle. We're talking to a two-time Olympian here. We're talking to the man from the Oklahoma State University. We're talking to a double chap. But this is where it gets better. DC, this is where it gets better. I don't know if you heard these comments. Do I believe he would be able to do something like that? Yeah. But is he going to want to put in that extra time? I don't know. You've got to really put in some effort into it. I know Rhonda learned fast, but she learned from the very best. I guess the same thing can be said about Daniel. I mean, what's wrong with these guys? What's Ariel. wrong with these guys? Ariel. So, so I'm not willing to work now. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so I'm not King willing to work. You think, you think this is 
Is that how you make friends? It sounded like initially I'm, I'm kind of, I'm smiling. AJ Styles wants to be my friend. And then he starts to insult me subtly, right? It's like nothing's worse. Put in the work? Nothing's worse than subtle little insults, right? They're hidden in compliments. They're hidden in compliments, the insults. Does he want to put in the work? Ronda learned from the best. Why am I not, why do I not ha- have access to the best? Am I not Ronda? Am I not capable? I mean, we're talking about a guy that has the same hairstyle as my 78-year-old aunt. It's dried out. I mean, how about borrow some lotion or whatever that spray is that those guys are using in the back so you can look cool like Seth Rollins? I mean, this hairstyle, like glo- it's like, hair. it's, I mean, come on. Come why on, would you Where are you going not- to the batting cage? Why are you wearing batting gloves, continue, son? What's going continue, on over there? Hey, hey, continue down the path. AJ and give me the compliments that I am rightly deserving of right say how great I am as you started but don't insult me underneath the compliments because that will not in well look Booker T was going to be the guy I was going to go beat up Booker T but don't be the first one AJ don't be the first guy that we take out when we go over there I mean this is crazy these Listen. guys hey Ariel can we go forward I don't even want to talk about all these guys right. anymore all if, I'll say if, is no, no 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 Ariel Ariel it's over let's go forward all right because I'm, we're giving them too much time, and it's fine, really fine. upsetting me. I'm about to walk off. I'm about to. No, oh, no, no. Don't oh, walk off. Oh, er, I thought you were going to do the walk. Is that the I'm walk? I'm about to walk off. Is that the walk? Hey, I was just saying, call up El Toro, and we'll make things right, all right? Me, you, and El Kane Toro. out there. Hey, me and Kane, me, Kane, and Ariel show up over there. It's a real problem. That's because right. We're going to make what was done to Kane right. Right right away, we make what's done. Kane gonna, me and Kane going to beat some. We're going to kick some real tail over there, Right. With our new manager, Ari Hawani. That's so right. You and El Toro. about the nation of domination. And- this is the nose world order, all right? We coming we in show there. Up. We show up like the outsiders. That's right. <laughs> and we're, it's all shoot fighting with me, baby. It's all shooting fighting with me and Kane. Ah, brown pride across his chest. Brown pride across his chest. I'm getting a removable tattoo. I'm putting That's a removable right. tattoo across right. mine. And we, let's go, man. I walk in now there let's move forward. Enough time for these all dudes. Right, right. Kane, Kane, hey. That wrestling gym you built in your backyard, I'm in there this week. Don't tell them. Hey, don't tell them. Don't tell them. It's time to get to work, Kane. Let's let's make them think that we're not training or that we don't have the ability to work hard. That is just – that's crazy, man. That's a massive insult Insult. from a guy that I thought was a pretty good – It's not funny anymore. It's not funny anymore. I met AJ Styles way back in 2004 at TNA, and I thought, wow, what a nice guy. Yeah, it's not funny anymore. It's not funny anymore. Stop it. DC, did you get your PS5? I mean, you were I out did. there. You were out there thirsty on the internet. Andrew, I'm just out there panhandling, begging, thirsty. I mean, just looking thirsty, right? Just, I got money. I got money. What is this? <laughs> Come on. How fast was it to get the PS5? I just want a PlayStation, Aaron. I just want a PlayStation. How fast was it? I don't know. Maybe 16 minutes. <laughs> 16 Do minutes. Do you have it in your possession? I don't have it in my possession, but I did Ooh. get a pre-order. I can't tell you. I can't person? tell you who got me. I mean, you know. I've got friends. Hey, there was a there was a country song. I got friends in low places in the now. To be oh, I got friends in low places. I got friends in high places. I got friends in high places, and they allowed for me to get something. Uh, and you're playing, uh, very, you're playing 2K now. I mean, like retirement DC is just. Hey, I got some friends on 2K. And hey, listen, I'm not going to mention them by name yet because they made a promise to me that I'll win 20 games in a row. And when I win 20 games in a row, they get mentioned. But up until then, they're ma- they will remain nameless friends because, they, hey, I was terrible, Ariel. I mean, I'm losing every game until I got I a hold of those guys. I don't want three in a row now, four in a row. And I got hooked up. Ariel, 
I get up, I get up the next morning. Ronnie Two K hits me up. Oh, yeah, the he legend hit. himself. Ronnie Two K, the man. Just Ronnie Two K tweeting. He go because I'm tweeting. Ronnie Two K hooks me up. Hey DC, da da da. He goes, what's your PlayStation name? I give it to him. Man, I go to the gym to start practicing, trying to make my guy better, right? Because he's slow. He don't play very good. I make, I do one drill, and all of a sudden, everything fills up. I get every badge. I get every attribute. He gave me the plug. So Ronnie 2K is good with me. He's the man for me. NBA 2K is like, it's life right now. DC 2K over here. The the, the, the Italian evaluator for EA. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 don't say that. What, it's what? called the ratings adjuster oh, sorry, for EA sorry. Sports UFC 4. EA Sports UFC 4, which is, hey, I love 2K, but there's no game better than EA UFC 4 right now. And trust wait, me, wait the a second. ratings have just been done. Okay, relax the with ratings your plug are just over getting here. done. Relax with this for no, a second. The new, the new ratings are just getting done. And tell you, people are going up and people are going down because I'm, I'm fair. I'm fair, but I'm tough. You and tough. you don't impress me, you will suffer in game two. Hey, by the way, so you got the PS5, Ronnie 2K name drop. What about last week? In the middle of the show, you said that uh, Governor Cuomo of New York. Oh, yeah, I talked to him. What, what happened? One of the greatest conversations I've ever had. The governor of New York State, because you told me New York City. I you did go, not oh, you got to talk to the governor of New York City. I did not I was say like, that. no, the governor that. of New York State yes. talked to me on the phone 20 minutes, bro. 20 minutes and just so nice. Cuomo actually goes, you know, and he had very deep New York accent. Dude, I've never been like such – I fanboyed on the phone with him for the first 15 minutes. It was crazy. And then he tells me, he goes, you fought in New York up in Buffalo, and they weren't very nice to you, D.C. He told me that. And I go, well, Jones is from Rochester. He goes, that Jones, man. And uh, that's, that's about as much of the conversation I'm going to share. But, bro, trust me, it felt so good to speak to this man – in the middle of all that, did you know they're going through with the pandemic? It's crazy. Almost a DC mark. He he just wanted to talk to you. He didn't he want to ask you for like a PSA. Didn't ask for anything. That's just it. Just said I want to talk to you. Talk to me and tell me how proud of me he was for how I've carried myself throughout my career and how I'm a champion and all this other stuff. Man, I'm telling you, my career, my my life and my career has been retirement has been DC. good to old DC. Did he say he's a fan of this show? <sighs> well, he, you know. He did like me, and he liked me in this role. Oh, um, okay. Thought my partner was a bit of an instigator. Stop that. <laughs> he thought my partner was a bit of an instigator, Stop. but he said, you know what, I can deal with him. Hey, shout out to Governor Cuomo. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. You got any shout-outs before we go? You know, man, I was supposed to give my shout-outs uh, to, to everybody yesterday. Um, I started thinking about it, and um, I don't really have any shout-outs right That's now. That's tremendous. Well, you you could have easily <laughs> said Cuomo. That would have been a natural one. Oh, wait, wait. You know what, Ariel? I do have shout-outs. Oh. I've got some shout-outs. 
I've got some shout outs to quite a few. First off, I want to give a shout out to Governor Cuomo What's for reaching out to me. <laughs> I want to give a governor give a shout out to the, right. the, 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 the governor of New yes, York yes, State, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Governor Cuomo, for yes. reaching out, taking the time out of his busy days to just tell me that he was proud of me. Because you know what, man? A lot of times your work goes unnoticed by certain people. Um, one. <laughs> who I talk to quite often that I takes me for granted, but uh, people in high places are taking notice of what I do. And I appreciate that. Also to the gentlemen that hooked me up with the PS five. I appreciate you. And uh, I am very thankful for your contribution to the Cormier household. Uh, I, I, you know, it is what it is. Hey, I want to give you a shout out DC 11 years ago this week. Oklahoma, Strike Force Challengers, Gary <laughs> Frazier. You made that walk for the very first time. It was amazing. You walked in there. Your belly was all jiggly and everything. You turn, <laughs> hey, you, you turned to Bob and you said, hey, Bob, chill out. What'd you say? Good. I'm, I'm, I'm a, gamer. a gamer. I'm a gamer. With That's the life right. of brightest, I come to play. I come to play. Put your hands up. Man, 11 oh, years ago. Unbelievable. Time is flying. Crazy. Met at the Why? Apple Store. Have we told people about the Apple Store story yet? A hundred times. They okay. Don't <laughs> well shout out to you hey shout out to luke trainer i don't know if you know luke trainer but he's a guy that you should know luke the gent trainer made his bellator debut posted his post-fight interview on my instagram you probably saw it but didn't like it this guy has an unbelievable spirit happy go lucky like i've never seen before is just so loving does a lot of work for children's charities uh is just a great guy he, they call him luke the gent i'm a big fan of his so shout out to luke the gent trainer also shout out to mason jones mason jones is now the double champion in cage warriors won the 170 pound title uh this past weekend he was also the 155 pound title. reminds me of another double champ from yeah, cage yeah, warriors yeah. who said hey dana give me a call after his fight he said hey dana give me a call i'll go to fight island Bring me the baddest guy that you could find, and I will fight that guy. So shout out to Mason Jones. Hey, by the way, shout out to Lex McMahon, longtime MMA manager, 49 years young. You know Lex, right? Also a promoter for Titan FC. Announced this past week that he's going to fight. He's going to have one fight. He said, for the longest time, I've been trying to get men and women to fight for me. I have to fight. One time, all my money is going to go to a charity for veterans dealing with PTSD. Hey, big respect. To Lex McMahon. Hey, shout out to the Toronto Blue Jays. You know the Toronto Blue Jays, DC? The Toronto Blue Jays, Canada's team, didn't get to play a single game in Canada. They were displaced. They had to play in Buffalo, where you fought back at UFC 210. They made the playoffs, DC. Can you jump on the Blue Jays bandwagon with me? Playoffs start on Tuesday. Braves are the, hey, Braves are in the playoffs, so I'm good. I've always liked the Braves. They're in the playoffs. We're good to go. That's all shout, I out, shout out to Amanda Nunez and Nina Ansaroff. Yes, and their baby. They, they welcomed the, the baby team. into this world. Beautiful thing. Congratulations to the champ. I spoke to him about a month ago when I gave Amanda her five-star necklace for EA Sports UFC 4, and they were very excited about Nina having the baby, how good the pregnancy had gone. Now the baby's here, healthy. Uh, Congratulations, champ. And uh, nothing makes you happier than a new addition to the family. Amanda and Nina are enjoying that right now. And last but not least, hey, shout-out to Irene Aldana and Holly Holm headlining this uh, this Saturday's fight night card back on Fight Island. Very important fight in the 135-pound division. Hey, speaking of Amanda Nunez, I think if Aldana wins. Aldana gets the fight. Aldana will get the At 135. Fight. Obviously, Nunez fighting in, in December against Megan Anderson. But at 135, Aldana's the number one contender, right? Yeah, she is. And she's fantastic. She's got great hands. She's got good boxing and tremendous power. I mean, she was the one 
that made Ketlin Vieira. Remember, Ketlin Vieira yeah. was all the rave until she ran into Aldana, and Aldana hit her with that nasty shot that put her out. If she can beat Holly Holm, she'll be as viable a contender as we've seen for a long time for Manny Nunes. Well, I got to tell you, DC, this has been a great day. I mean, on this Yom Kippur, right? Me and you repenting for our sins. I mean, let's be honest. We don't have sins. Everyone can get it, right? Everyone can get it. Hey, I, got no one, one. I got a shout out. Oh. I got one more shout out. Actually, okay. I got a shout out to my man, Walter. Yes, hey. Patrick wow. in the soccer game. Wow. My man, Walter. Hey, my man, Walter Helwani. Yes. Coach off to the side. I mean, when I think of a coach, I think of you on the sideline, like the great bear Bryant, you know, yeah. with the hat on. I got the hat. Just not too much, right? Not yeah. too much, but just enough. Phil Jackson, just the greatest coaches in all of the sports. You out there with the great Walter Helwani. Walter Mack. And then after the second goal, Walter Helwani scores the goal, stands there like I've been there before. I mean, listen. You he was got, huffing and puffing. He was huffing and puffing, standing over him like, listen, I've been here before. I'm not going to celebrate. I do this. And look, also Claire. Claire Helwani. What is going on? Hey, now you're just hey, trying Eric, to make it. Listen, listen. No, no. This was a great video. Yes. Claire Helwani saying that she's just a little bit better than Anthony Davis. I mean, come on, man. They go, what's Anthony Davis? Claire goes a seven. They say, what about you? She's an eight. I mean, come on, man. You got some star kids, bro. Wow. Thank you. That means a lot to me. You're such a good friend, DC. If we were in the room right now, I would hug you. Don't ever hug me. Okay. Don't ever hug me. That's where it stops, right? This is where we, this is where the line's drawn. Don't you hug me ever. All right. (laughs) All right. We're out of time. Thanks to everyone for watching as always. Thank you, DC. Thanks to our great team. Thanks to all of you for listening, downloading, subscribing, reviewing, all that stuff and more. Hey, we're trying to get the five days here. We're taking over. Fastest growing show at ESPN. Let's go. But for now, we're out of time. Back next week. Same time and place. Tell us what pace. We're out of here. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.